welcome back once again to the Coffee and Heroes podcast. As always, I'm your host, Alan. Uh, just recording this in our store, which is in Smithfield Market in Belfast, just at the back of Castle Court. So one of the things I want to do with the podcast is make this a resource for readers, both new and old. Uh, with that in mind, what I'd like to do every so often is do a creator spotlight. It might be an artist, it might be a writer, um, anyone who's listened to the podcast before, I've chatted a little bit about how when it comes to new titles, or indeed if you enjoy a specific title, that what I tend to recommend is following the creators of that individual issue or series. So rather than follow genres or follow characters, what I tend to do is follow creators. Uh, so with that in mind, what I thought I'd do is I'd start off with one of my personal favorite creators and someone who very much is uh, the reason that I'm as much into comics as I am and ultimately pursued it in terms of opening the store. Uh, so what I'm going to do is focus on the one and only Scott Schneider. So Scott Schneider, he's an American writer. He uh, he started out actually as a prose writer. Uh, he published a series of short stories in a collection called Voodoo Heart. Now, with Voodoo Heart, this actually uh, caught the attention of Stephen King. Uh, he put them on his 2007 Best American Short, short Stories shortlist. Try saying that three times fast. Uh, and actually from here, he jumped into comics. And uh, believe it or not, he started out at Marvel. Uh, for most people, Snyder is primarily known as one of you know DC's very best writers. But he started off at Marvel. I uh, wrote for Iron Man, Human Torch, a couple of other small titles. But DC recognized the talent and they recruited Snyder. Uh, first of all, they actually brought him in to work on a Vertigo series. So Vertigo, for those who don't know, Vertigo is basically DC's independent wing. It allows creators a lot of freedom to uh, follow stories that are set outside of the main DC continuity. So for example, 100 Bullets is a Vertigo title. Uh, Sandman's one of the most famous Vertigo titles. Uh, Hellblazer's another one. In this case, basically, it was uh, American Vampire was a series that Schneider uh, co-created along with an artist, Raphael Albuquerque. And not only did they create this series, but obviously getting noticed by Stephen King did his career no harm because Stephen King actually, um, he actually co-wrote the first arc, the first five issues. Uh, so American Vampire, it's a, it's a vampire star story that starts off in the Old West. And it charts the rise and evolution throughout history of vampires. So they may exist in the 20s, they may exist in the 50s, you know, during Vietnam, all this kind of stuff. So it was an instant hit. Uh, they won so many awards. Um, the Eisner Award included, which is, you know, one of the top level uh, awards anyone can win in, uh, in the comic medium. So... At this point, DC knew they had one of the hottest writers around, um, so they basically handed him the keys to the back cave. You know, it's uh, if there was one character I think in comics that could entice almost any creator, uh, it would be Batman. So, with Schneider, he started his run on Detective Comics. Now, he started it on a run which was a uh, a story arc called The Black Mirror. Now, for any of you guys who have been to the store a few times and had a good chat with me, you know, Black Mirror is one of those stories I recommend to almost everyone. It's an absolutely phenomenal story. It, um, it marked Snyder out as a massive talent. It was during a time in DC's history where it was actually following Dick Grayson as Batman, not Bruce Wayne. Um, at this point, he has to deal with this new threat in Gotham that may or may not be related to the son of Commissioner Gordon. 
James Jr. So what's really clever about this story is that as well as focusing on um, Batman himself and, and Dick Grayson, it also focuses a lot on Commissioner Gordon. You know, when James Jr. comes back to town, he, um, it, it, it emerges that he had some psychological problems, but now he comes back and says he's cured and he wants to, you know, reconnect with his family, reconnect with Barbara. Um, so, you know, Commissioner Gordon, he's not actually sure whether to believe him or not, you know, so with this title as well as it standing out obviously for Snyder's writing he had two of the very best artists around working on this title with him and that was Jock and Francesco Francavia uh, so as I say The Black Mirror it's one of those titles we try our best to always have it on the shelf I really really can't recommend it enough it's it's a great standalone Batman story because you don't really need to know anything around it you know Snyder's work is always I think What's great about his work is it's always self-contained. You know, you don't need to know 70 years of history to understand it. So in this story, all you need to know is it's actually Dick Grayson as Batman. And you need to know who Commissioner Gordon is. And, you know, the, they fill in the rest of it for you. Uh, so with uh, the Black Mirror storyline, it was a massive hit for DC. Uh, but at this point, they were actually deciding to relaunch their comics uh, line. And it would be uh, called the U52. So... When this was uh, when this was put forward, the whole idea was putting all of DC's comics back to number ones and trying their best to entice new readers by making the stories as approachable as possible. You know, it was it was clear that Schneider would play a large role here, and as well as Batman, he was given Swamp Thing as well. With Swamp Thing, he was paired with uh, Yannick Paquette, and it, it was a wonderful run. So it was really reinvigorated reinvigorated the character. It gave him a weight and pathos rarely seen on Swamp Thing. You know, ever since the Alan Moore sort of glory days with the character, uh, but it was with Batman though that he developed his his reputation here. He was paired with uh, Greg Capullo, who was an artist who had worked on things such as Spawn. Now Snyder himself, he said he wasn't sure how well they'd actually get on at the start because Snyder, from any interviews I've listened to with him, he always says that he overwrites. You know, if it's a 30-page comic, say it should be a 30-page script, he'll write 50 pages. Whereas Greg Capullo, he's known for interpret, interpreting the writing his own way. You know, he's happy enough if it's a 10-page script and he can really, you know, allow the artwork to breathe and really, really express himself. But when they got together, you know, sparks just flew. It, was, it became a true collaboration. And in my opinion, it resulted in the best series of the new 52. With Batman number one, what they did that was, was so good, and again, it's a, another excellent starting point if you'd like to get into Batman. Uh, in the first few pages, they actually showcase almost every iconic Bat villain. There's this breakout at Arkham Asylum. Uh, but what they did that was so clever was they created a brand new organization for Batman to go up against, uh, the Court of Isles. Now, this was an ingenious move because it meant that seasoned readers, whether they'd been reading for 20, 30 years, whatever, they knew just as much as new readers. Absolutely nothing. You know, it was a real fresh start for the character. And with the Court of Owls, it also created a new idea in the Batman mythology that someone actually knew the city more intimately than Bruce. You know, at, at the core of the Batman character is this idea that Gotham is his city. You know, he knows every nook, every cranny, every crevice. Um, there is nowhere that the criminal element can hide that he won't find. So this idea of the Court of Owls, this ancient organization that has operated in Gotham for over 100 years unbeknownst to Batman, makes him question everything he's done to this point in his life. 
you know, we I really can't recommend this run highly enough. You know, it's a single issue run that it's a proud part of my own personal collection. You know, I have the absolute edition. I have a signed number one from Schneider. I really can't recommend the title enough. And again, similar to the Black Mirror, it's a title we try our best to always keep on, keep on the shelves. So, as well as making an iconic mark on the main Batman title, Schneider since written Superman. Uh, what he did was he did a nine-issue mini-series called Superman Unchained, which formed part of uh, DC's 75th anniversary celebrations for Superman. And this was a collaboration with the one and only Jim Lee. So, I mean, come on. What, what more do you need? Scott Schneider writing, Jim Lee artwork. Every bit as bombastic and epic as it sounds. Uh, Superman Unchained was, was an awesome title. Uh, he also worked on Batman again, though. He, so What's great about Schneider is he doesn't rest on his laurels. He's always trying to outdo himself every time. So, as well as writing the main Bat title, which was, you know, scooping up awards left, right, and center, he embarked on an ambitious 52-issue epic called Batman Eternal. So it was released with a new issue every single week and was every bit as grandiose and epic as you, as you really would hope. You know, it was a series that got to the very root of Batman and showcased just why the character will endure forever. You know, hence the title, Batman Eternal. Uh, so, you know, just stepping away a little bit from his DC work, you know, because he's, he's so well revered at DC, they do afford him an awful lot of freedom. You know, he's allowed to, you know, pursue creator-owned independent series as well. You know, just to give you a few of, uh, a few of his stories, uh, one's called Severed, which was a, a seven-issue horror story. Uh, co-written with Scott Tuft, uh, he's done, which was uh, for Image, I want to say, no, I believe it was Vertigo, actually, I take that back, uh, he also has done some work with, at, at Image, he did a great six-issue miniseries called Witches, which was a, a great horror series about what lurks in the woods, you know, it was, it's the kind of title that Snyder stems from a lot of his own personal experience you know in the trade there's a nice story at the back that he talks about when he was growing up and how afraid he was of the woods uh, so this one was uh, a six issue arc as I said it was with art by Jock so again those guys obviously work together in Black Mirror uh, I believe there is a sequel on the way for witches as well so that'll be one to keep an eye out for another one he another great one he did was called The Wake which uh, was for Vertigo and this was an underwater science fiction tale about the dangers found deep, deep below. Uh, there, another one he, he did is called AD, After Death. Now this is most indie, uh, his most recent indie release. And this explores the idea of what happens if humankind discovers the cure for death. Now with that one, I believe it's actually been optioned for a movie. Now, while I'm excited because I, I do love that story, excited to see what they could come up with in a feature film... I just hope this really opens the door for Schneider to Hollywood and at some point someone just hands him the keys to the Batcave again and says write us a Batman movie because he understands this character you know I, I can't emphasize enough just how well he knows the character and he really should be the one you know writing feature film movies you know for Batman rather than you know random Hollywood screenwriters who otherwise don't know anything about the character you know uh and then finally, a, a, a continuation uh, for American Vampire. Now it moved into another, um, another volume called Second Cycle. You know, Schneider forgets to, refuses to forget his roots, you know, as well as the big bombastic stuff. He always goes back to, you know, what helped establish him in the first time. Uh, but the final word for Schneider has to go back to DC again. You know, when DC announced another fresh start for the universe with uh, the Rebirth Initiative, Schneider launched All-Star Batman in collaboration with uh, John Romita Jr., 
really great fast-paced action title, especially the first arc in it, which focused on Batman having to transfer Two-Face across country. But Two-Face had basically put out a hit to every Tom, Dick and Harry villain in the DC Universe to try and bust them out, you know, put a massive bounty on Batman's head. Um, but, you know, I, I can only finish in one place, and that's with Dark Knight's Metal. Now, Metal will always hold a very special place in our heart at Coffin Heroes because after we opened and we started doing the weekly releases, it was the first big major event that attracted people to the store. You know, Metal has been massive between the main title, your tie-in issues for Gotham Resistance, your tie-in issues for Bats Out of Hell, you know, all the Nightmare Batman one-shots. It's been an absolute pleasure to follow and read and also to see the excitement for other people as well in terms of this title. You know, it with Metal, it focuses on the entire DC Universe. You know, it's as much a Batman story as it is a Superman story, as it is a multiverse story, as it is a Wonder Woman story. Um, you know, there's obscure characters in there, the likes of Detective Chimp, you know, but you've also Hawkman and you've also, you know, Deathstroke. It's, it's been an absolute wild ride. And one of the reasons I wanted to, you know, do this little uh, spotlight on Schneider is that this week, the last issue is out, Metal Number 6. And I honestly can't convey enough how excited personally I am to read it, but also the amount of people who come to the store on a regular basis who are, are dying to get their hands on this title. You know, it's uh, Snyder's already said it's going to be a 42-page uh, issue, so it's going to be extra size. There's not going to be any adverts, but it's still going to come, as far as I'm aware, with the $3.99 price tag. I mean, DC, the reason I think DC are ahead of Marvel in comics, you know, and arguably Marvel are ahead of DC in movies, but in the comics, DC know how to treat their audience well. You know, as I say, this big, massive, extra-sized issue of the biggest event DC's done in years, and they're still keeping the price down. You know, it's not like they're going up to five, six, seven dollars, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, as I say, Metal Six out this week. Really cannot wait for it. Uh, I'll probably do a little, a little podcast review on it as well. Uh, later on because th this is a big one. This feels like it's going to have lasting consequences in the DC Universe. Uh, so yeah, that's that's a little bit on, on Scott Schneider, as I say, everything he's done until now. There's really exciting stuff in the future as well. He's going to be doing a four-issue miniseries called No Justice that's out soon, which is going to segue then into him taking over the main Justice League title. And there's also a, a new DC line that's been launched called DC Black Label. And he's got another Batman one coming out through there. Sounds awesome. It's uh, The gist of it seems to be Batman wakes up in the desert. No idea how he got there, but beside him is the Joker's head in a jar. You know, it just sounds wonderfully uh, offbeat. So, as I say, with Schneider, I, I like to think that his best work is still ahead of him. And that is the biggest praise I can give him because all the work until now really has been something special. Uh, so if you're ever looking for any Scott Snyder titles or a little bit of a little bit more information on any of those please just pop into the store or you know drop us a line on social media whatever uh, but I just thought he would be the perfect guy to start off our creator spotlights with uh, so yeah as I say I can't speak highly enough of him that's uh, that's Scott Snyder so I look forward to doing another one of these little creator spotlights uh, sometime soon but until then uh, Enjoy your comics and I'll hopefully see you in the store soon. Mm -hmm.